welcome to Multidimensional Mom, the podcast. I'm Stephanie Davidson. And I'm Sarah Malloy. And if you're lost in the midst of momming or just the wild chaos of everyday life, we're here to help. Anything from momming to the mystical, we've got you covered. Come along as my real-life bestie and I explore all the different things about mom life, midlife, and the great beyond as we celebrate the elements that make us unique as moms and as women. Because you're multidimensional and we are too. We're going to discover our magic and help you embrace your own. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. How are you? Um, I'm fine. How are you? I have coffee. Maybe too much coffee. I just finished mine. Oh, no. Make Steve come again. That was fun. Ooh, we'll do like a pop-in interview. I will. Yep. I'm going to text him right now. We have some new listeners. I just want to say. That is my bestie and yours, Sarah Malloy. Sarah is a Disney planner and has two children, one of which is uh, seven and a half months and currently running her life. Correct. 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 Basically. Yeah. If you hear, if you hear shrieking, I, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you won't hear shrieking. Let's put it that way. She's saying hello. She's saying hello. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Sarah and you are listening to Stephanie. That lovely introduction. She is also the mother of two, two human boys. And how many pets are we? I know it's a running tally. What are we? Having? You know, it is right now. We're at five, but it seems to be going down. Oh, yeah. oh God, we're on the decline. We won't talk about it. No, it's okay. Different podcast, different, different, different episode. Podcast. It's fine. But yeah, we you been... know what? What's it that? is spring. And I'm wondering why no stray cats have come to my door. I'm just going to put that out in the universe. Yeah. There's one at my friend's alley down the block. And I met her the other night and that's, they're like, no, no, that's mama Calico. And she has been feral for years. And I said, um, first of all, why do you call her mama? And they said, because she has kittens. I said, then we then have we to have save her. To spay her. Uh, yes. Yeah. I need her. I need to be able to spay her and then, and then make her yours, you know, see if she wants to live with me and then maybe return. <laughs> um, Back to the alley where you belong. And they're like, well, what if she has kittens? I was like, well, then of course I'll take in the kittens. I will find them homes and I will keep like just one or two. One or two. You can't just have one kitten though. You know how that goes. You have to have two. No. So moving on, moving on. Yeah. So oh, any follow-up on past episodes? Well, I think you had found out, you found your moon, which this is-, is very exciting. Okay. A lot of feedback on the Zodiac BFF episode. I yeah. thought it was so fun and so intriguing, which means we need to find, call to all listeners, anyone know any astrology experts? And I can look for them too, but we need somebody who's like astrologically certified <laughs> yeah. yeah, to tell us more about it or to do charts or something, because just the dip into the pool that we did was so fantastical. Yeah. Um, so I found my moon. It's a cancer moon and it's like perfect. Every description is like, this is actually the rest of who I am. And I feel so complete. Oh, and get this. Cancer's mm-hmm. natural BFFs are Scorpio, Pisces, Capricorn, Taurus. So let me remind you, Scott, my sister, you, JR, and Kellen. Yep. How perfect. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible. It's the other half to the whole. In my heart, I'm a cancer. That's that's really interesting. So according, if I've got mine correct, my ascendant, my ascending, my moon sign, my my rising moon, I guess, is Leo. Okay. 
which I think if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the signs that I went, I don't have any Leos in my life. You had one. Well, I am my own Leo. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I am my own Leo though. There it is. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is pretty funny that the things that you find. And um, also just a note for you, my brother is also a cancer. Which I mean, she if for you guys. Uh, so Dan, if you're listening, my brother does, Dan is he a multi-dimensional mom? Does Dan listen to us? Um, he should he be. Should. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he will. He's a cat mom. He is a cat mom. Yep, that he's already winning. Yeah. He's already winning. So that's exciting. I, I love that about you, and I I love that we are that I am my own Leo, <laughs> <laughs> and that you had you have so. I don't know something about the, the Zodiac and astrology and you, you just, you bring all of this in. You, you have put this into the universe and the universe is like, yep. Do that. <laughs> do this. Find more about this. It's fun. You know what? Yeah. We're bringing the woo this season. We're bringing the season the of woo. multidimensional mom. We are bringing the woo. Bring the we woo. Bring it every day. Speaking of which, join the multidimensional moms Facebook group. It is growing. It's fun. Yes. We need some more dynamite in there. So go on and cause a stir. Um, check mm-hmm. out our store, mdmthestore.com. Sarah is sporting the apparel. You can't see her, but today no. she'll take pictures. I will. I will. I'll probably, you know, look slightly homeless, but they'll, it'll look great on you. <laughs> it'll be great on you. It'll Just trust us. Great on you. And I'm going to do some upcoming like sales and things and maybe be adding a few more new items. So Go in there, check it out on the main page. That's just what's featured. There's actually a lot more in the store. So just go through all the tabs, shirts, bags, stickers, mugs, you name it, you name it. So in the past, both on this podcast and on probably thousands of other mom podcasts, I know, cause I've heard a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There are activity episodes and we did a summer spring, summer activity episode, although ours was more focused on balancing out the schedules and not losing your mind. Right. But we wanted to take this in a little bit different spin. Instead of throwing things at you to plan and execute, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's talk about some of the natural wonder and amazement that already exists in summer and how we can harness that power and energy to have a good time. Yes. So instead of go make all the things, let's just talk about doing what's out there and you can have fun too. So Sarah and I created short lists and we're going to briefly talk about each element and how you can use it to have a magical summer. Yes. Love this. I fully intend to put in the little magic sound after every time I say magic on this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be nothing but <laughs> <laughs> just a constant stream of it'll be really fun though. It will be. It okay. Who wants to start? Why don't you get started? Because I have one in relation to what I think your first one is. So okay. we'll see. We'll see how, we, if we match on this. Um, number one is the sky. Yes, that's right. The sky. So there are apps. One's called night sky. Another one is called sky guide that show you constellations and things, especially if you're going on a trip this summer. We do this in the mountains when my sisters and I go Hannah got us completely obsessed with one where like you can see all the constellations and you put your phone up and here's this, here's this. Um, So it's a lot of fun. So if you're going up north at all or 
you know, even on a clear night here, you can um, see all kinds of things with that. Another sky thing, kites. Kites are always magical. I think so. Now you do need kind of like a windy day, right? And just buy a really high rated, good, like nylon type one on Amazon or at a kite store. Don't get the paper Paw Patrol one or the plastic, whatever, because it, it will break or fly away. It's not going to last like one good fly. Trust right. me, we've done it before. So get a good one. I got an awesome one in Amazon. It's like a rainbow one. And it, of course, you got a rainbow. <laughs> of course, I did. Not shocking. Yes. But you know, you've seen them. They have like all the colors in them and they're right. real strong and they're pretty good size and it works awesome. But we do need a windy Ooh. day, but that is always fun. Some cities have like kite festivals, which is super fun because everyone has their kite up. I don't know how they plan those with the wind. Right. And then there's one more thing worth mentioning, although I'm slightly terrified of it. So we'll talk about that. The Kane County Balloon Festival, this is not an ad, is July 9th through 10th at Kane County Fairgrounds if you're local. You can find the tickets. The event is on Facebook. They have these massive hot air balloons. Yes. And they blow them all up and they light them up at night and they let them like go up a little bit. So they're all like all touching. Now they are massive. For some reason, large things in the sky terrify me. Is that right? It's weird. It's one of my three irrational fears. That along with large water dwelling mammals. That that's one of them. I know. Thank you. Or the pool opening up and the large water dwelling animal coming up. I have nightmares about that. And the third one is safari animals in urban settings. Well, that's fair. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I know. It's like you're driving down the road and there's a cheetah. Like I have dreams about this. Oh, it's strange. very, it's, it's a weird thing. Huh. Um, I don't know why these are my fears. That's really interesting. Well, that's a whole, you know what? That's a whole other topic for a podcast that I think we should do. Ooh, so because it's coming from our past lives, but there was no <laughs> way a lion attacked me from the mountains in my past no, life. Probably even. not. Probably not. Maybe you were on a different planet even. Okay. But who, but skies. Um, yeah. So the sky, I love that. And actually that's, that's one of the, on my list as well, not the sky specifically, but stars, something about the night sky in summer is so magical. I mean, winter too. Yes. But you can appreciate it in the summer because you're not, you know, well, at least for me, I'm not, I don't love the cold weather. So for me, just being able to lay out in my backyard and look up and see there is something. And I know this is my own personal like thing, but so in our region where we live, the big dipper is a constellation that comes out in the summer. That's like springtime summer. And so for me, when I start seeing the big dipper, it's like, we're almost there. We're almost there. That's That's for me, like the sign that like warmth is coming, that magical nights are coming as soon as I can start seeing the big dipper, which is really exciting for me. It's always been that way. So yes, constellations. And yet there are a few star finding apps out there. I want to say one is like star sky tracker or star tracker. We'll have to look it up. I think that might be one. Yeah. We'll put it on the share the live post for this episode and we'll find it is a great sky guide, night sky. Night sky. Okay. Yep. That's, that's one that I think I've had, but they are cool. Cause you just, you download those and then you stick your phone up in the sky and it gives you exactly where the constellation placement is. And then take your phone away, obviously. So you can look for it yourself, but it's, it's really cool. Now, more specifically the nighttime sky in summer, there is Perseid meteor shower. Oh. I think is how you say it. 
per P E R S E I D Perseid meteor shower. And it happens. It's kind of towards the end of summer. So it, it occurs anywhere from like July 17th to August 24th. So it's a decent enough window. The peak is mid-August, August 12th is usually about the peak of it. it. Happens pretty late at night. So if you've got littles, I mean, just know it might happen past their bedtime. I probably didn't see it until, I don't know, 12 years old, something like that, when it's not as big a deal for you to stay up super late. Because I mean, once you hit past midnight, I'm talking like midnight, one in the morning, you look up and this meteor shower, it's it's incredible. Cool. And even, I mean, we live in some pretty light polluted areas, unfortunately. So it can be hard to see some of this stuff, but the meteor showers, at least when I was a kid, were never an issue to see just seeing this meteor shower. And it is, I mean, you think, oh, I might see, I might see a couple here and there. No, it's pretty consistent. And you could just see it's literal shooting stars just going across the sky. And that, that for me, that is, that is real magic. So take a look at that. And, and there is, and it's a comet that's responsible for these showers too. So you really kind of start looking into this and it's, you can kind of go down this rabbit hole of just learning more about astronomy in this way, but I like it. All right. So what's, what's next on your list? Number two, a magic key. Tell me about this because I, I saw this on your list and I was what like, is what is she on- talking? I know I only gave her the titles because I didn't want to yeah. spoil you with the explanation. So this is simply getting yourself an all access summer pass to something that you love, mm. which I hadn't really thought of to do before. So we have a pool pass. I know it's not a big deal. Lots of people do it. There is a local pool by us. There's one, our side of town, we have like kind of the old school pool but it's mm. also amazing. And there are two whole pools. Like where I grew up, you didn't have two. There are two whole pools within this one pool. Okay. There's diving boards, there's slides, there's this, there's that. And yet there's a cooler pool across town that's more the water parky one. My kids are not ready for that. I am not ready to watch them there. <laughs> sure. So this one's perfect. And it's so fun because when you have the pass, you don't feel like you're wasting anything. So like this afternoon, yeah. it's hot enough. We might, if we're packed for vacation, which, you know. it's going to be all my job. We can just say, let's go for an hour. And you don't feel like you're wasting your money because you're not paying really to, you already paid to go in, you know? Right. And so that is just like this beautiful little oasis, the pool pass. How fantastic. It's like, it's like, remember the movie, the Sandlot? That's like that. Like the pool, that's perfect. But you can also, if you don't have a pool by you or you don't like that, you could do like season tickets to some sport you like or something in your town, you know, just something where it's like all access. So it almost feels like a part of your daily in the summer that you can do whenever you want. Yeah. Magic key. I love that. Your, your magic key kind of brings up, I, one of my items, my magical natural items. I just said water. Just add water. Because just water, (laughs) just just add water. Literally. I mean, you just add water to fun and it could be anything. I was, I watched some, like an Instagram reel or something where somebody put out now, of course I'm thinking in terms of infants right now, but I, they put out a baking sheet of just warm water, set it out on their porch, lay the baby down (laughs) just on their back and just had their legs kicking, just had their legs kicking in this little baking sheet. But like, 
that's all it took. This baby was the happiest baby in the world, just splashing around in this little baking sheet of water. But it's true. It was a warm enough day. I, you didn't necessarily even have to go to a pool to get that kind of fun. In addition to that, I mean, we've got just an inflatable pool for the yard, the sprinkler, and they they make sprinklers too for just kids, just kitty sprinklers that just, you know, do kinds of crazy spraying and stuff. Just add water. Or something to a friend of mine that I used to work with said that her kids would take, they would take like gigantic mixing bowls, fill those up with water. And then they would go and find stuff in the backyard, grass, a flower, a couple of rocks, you know, whatever. And they would put it all in the water and they would make potions. That's what they did. They would take a big step and they would stir all this together and they would say, right, get them started young. But it was, I mean, but they would spend like, hours doing this, just making their own potions with mixing bowls and just stuff they found in the yard. How fun is that? But again, just add water. Water is the catalyst for so much imagination. And can we talk about how old we are right now for a second? Because I was at a birthday party yesterday and the parents were talking about the resurrection of water balloons. Have you used these new water balloons? I just bought the kids a pair. I have. They're freaking incredible you and they're expensive which sucks but you plug it into your hose turn it on and it makes like 50 or something like all connected to one like a grapevine it's like a screw top right and you like screw it onto the end of your hose but then attached to that all these water balloons and what i haven't done it yet but i have seen on commercial what's amazing is you know how we used to spend time like tying every single one and that's how they exploded right just shake it off and they are like self-tying Something. It's the most amazing it thing. It really I've ever is. Seen. And it's so easy. And then the yeah. kids can just go. Because if you ever oh, wanted no. to do water balloons when we were growing up, it was a full two hour endeavor to prepare <laughs> for that. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and then, like you said, you snapped half of them just trying to get them tied right. up, which made the ones that survived all the more precious, right. but still. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're old. They didn't no, have anything like this when we were kids. I know. I know. It's amazing. So just add water. Number three for me is an escape. Really easy. Look, we've all got to get out, especially in the summer. I just feel like like running somewhere. <laughs> like I need, as soon as the kids were yeah. out, I was like, I, I would like to go somewhere. A vacation, sure. a water park day, a cabin rental, a night in the backyard even. Or if you can't do that right now, create your own oasis. Mm-hmm. For me, the back deck, I work really hard on flowers and setting it up nicely. Some people do that with their front porches you know, make your own little oasis that that's where you escape. I know lots of moms. I only have one gigantic tree, so I can't do this, but they can, they do hammocks or like oh. that's where they read or the, the sure. tree swing, make your own little oasis, but something so you can get an escape and something, and it doesn't have to be anything major. Just get a comfortable lawn chair and a little side table, you know, get some, I mean, just something as easy as that. So you can, you know, have yourself a little drink, get yourself a little book, or just sit after the kids have gone to bed, go sit. And again, this adds to that nighttime magic, the sky magic, right? Just go sit on it at night and just breathe. Yeah. Breathe in the night air. That's, oh, that's perfect. And if you have a little fireplace or a lot of people have to keep like a fire pit, right. To keep the bugs away. I just read you can take aluminum foil and put in lavender and I don't, some oils I'll find out. And it's like a little pouch and you put it in oh. the fire. So it burns and it keeps bugs away. 
so smart. I know. Isn't that neat? Instead of like all the candles or all the sprays, you just like put it in the fire. (sighs) That's magic. Okay. So my third one actually dovetails really beautifully with yours. I I said fire. It's like you're copying me. I promise you I'm not. Now fire pits have become a very big, like some people Mm -hmm. have really elaborate fire pit setups now. And it's really cool that you've got all of the like brick inlay with it and everything. And you've got a whole thing set up. I mean, we just have, we've got like a gas burning one that we got just because some people are really, really super sensitive to the, just that smoke smell, um, which I get, but it's still nice to be able to sit out by a fire, like however you can do it. I remember when I was a kid, it was a really big deal. My dad, he saw these fire pits. It was like a thing that became available at a hardware store. Like, oh, wow, we're going to, we're going to make this fire pit. But you know what? He brought one home and it was the coolest thing. And then we were like the first people to get it. And Uh then it became sort of a thing. And then it was like, then people got the built-in ones and did all of the really elaborate setups, but it was something, there was just something about it. Just sitting out in the backyard with fire I know we'd have maybe two or three houses worth of neighbors that would come over and every, all the grownups had their beer or whatever. And the kids, we would just sit around and sometimes we would toast marshmallows. Sometimes it was hot dogs. Usually my dad would bring out his guitar. Like somebody had a guitar just hanging out with the fire was the most fun. And just for us, that became a symbol of summer, especially after a day at the pool yeah. <laughs> or whatever. It was like, you could not have a more complete summer day than go to the pool during the day, chill out at night, have dinner with your family, go out in the backyard and sit by the fire and look at the sky, find the constellations. That so was, fun. that was it. Yeah, Something about it is fun. Fire brings out our most base sense of community. I feel mm. it's very deep. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Now, I don't think we can get them yet because we're not big enough, but there is this new fire pit called the Solo Stove. Have you seen them? No. So I'll just talk about it because we have one and it is like a stainless steel barrel. It looks like a big pot. The miraculous thing is you can put it on your deck. You can put it, you can put it anywhere because it doesn't get hot. The base does not get hot. How it's constructed and what it's made of. And so it's really easy because although we have like a old school fire pit from probably like Lowe's or something down in the yard, our house is high up. And so sometimes you don't want to go that far down, especially with the bugs and stuff. So we'll do it right here on the deck and have our solo stove lit up Nice. and just add, and you add wood, just like a traditional fire pit, but, and and it's really clean because it all stays in there. So that's pretty cool. And I know they do advertise with a lot of podcasts and there's discount codes and things you can get. Plus then the, you can put things on top, like grills and different things that you buy that oh, go sure. with it. And then you can like cook and, cool. but it's fun. That's really cool. I did just buy for the kids for vacation, the huge jet puff. Yes, the ones the size of your yeah. fist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are awesome. Okay. Well, relating to your fire nights, my number four is music. Yes. A lot of fun to create a summer playlist. I like doing that. I like doing it with the kids. Half the kids' songs are Minions right now on the playlist. And (laughs) I keep telling them they need to add something else because it's weird. Harness the power of the portable speaker. Yes. Outside. I mean, it adds a vibe. Do you remember like when we were growing up, especially the people who had pools, there, there were speakers like in the rocks. Oh, sure. 
like the rocks have like holes and you're like, it's actually a speaker. Oh, yeah. I just thought of like the old school yes, speakers. Sure. Outdoor speakers, portable speakers, yes. free concerts in the park. Most towns have them. Yes. You can go take a blanket, take some snacks. You know, it's a lot of fun. Live music, just a, a quick nonchalant mention. New Kids on the Block are coming to Chicago. Uh, yes. June 17th and 18th at the Old State Arena. Oh. Yes, I'm going. Of course. Find your favorite band. Are they coming in town? Summer tours. It's a big thing. Yes. So music. even something as simple as, so it's so funny. So this ties into our pool stuff. So our pool growing up was, you know, I, I remember when they built it, it was such a big deal, the outdoor pool. No, but our community pool, I remember when they built it, it was a really big deal to have this outdoor pool, but they always blasted, you know, whatever the, the hot radio station was, it was like in our area, it was what B96, 101.9, yes. 101. It was like, you know, and they would have something oh, on, God. but it's something that my brother and I, to this day, if a song comes on from that era, we'll just look at each other. And it's like Carol stream pool music. Yes. The Carol <laughs> stream pool music. And it's like, because there's something about all of these music releases that happen during the summer. It's something about it. It's lighter. It's bouncier. Yeah. It's fun. It, it is. There's something magical about that. And especially growing up for us anyway, yeah. th- there were such happy songs. It's such fun. You know, when we were at Lord's Park Elgin, I was a camp counselor and camp director for a lot yeah. of years and you would have to get there super early. And uh, we could tell when the pool was opening because the guards would turn on the sound yes. system and every morning, this is how it opened. <laughs> it was always Santana. Always Santana. Man, it's a hot one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you heard. That's awesome. And that was like, oh, the, the lifeguards are there. <laughs> Lots of pool music. Yes, pool music. That's a thing. That's very cool. I love that music. So this one, mine is going to be probably a little controversial, my next one. But I only say this because this taps into fears for a lot of people. Bugs. (laughs) Something about summer and bugs. And I'm not talking about the kind that are going to eat you. I'm not talking about the ones that are going to hurt you. I'm talking about just being a kid, especially and finding like a grasshopper going and finding ladybugs going and finding at night, the fireflies, which unfortunately are like dwindling in numbers, which makes me very sad. And I'm surprised you said fireflies because apparently that's a local verbiage thing that when you're from the Midwest, you always say lightning bugs. I said both, but I mostly said fireflies, but now wait. Okay. So who says fireflies regionally speaking? I don't know. Fancier people than us. Uh Oh, oh. (laughs) Maybe the East Coasters. No, maybe. Not us. I don't know where I got that. No, fireflies. Yeah. Lightning bugs. I I guess I interchange them, but mostly call them fireflies. I don't know. What do you call um, an orange sunkissed beverage that is fizzy? Crush? You ask for a crush. It was orange crush. I know, but let's say you want a fizzy beverage. So I always said soda. I never said pop. You're not from here. I am That's though. It. I promise That's it. you. Fireflies and soda leaf. That's it. I. You have to say pop. You're from the Midwest. I know. I, I know that I'm an anomaly in that way, yeah. but it's, I, I don't know. I always called it soda. And I know that I was getting, yeah, I know I always got made fun of for it even back then. That's but funny. anyway. Okay. So yeah. a praying mantis walk. Yeah, exactly. But even just doing something, I remember in my backyard, I mean, we didn't have like, 
we didn't have like a forest in my backyard, but we, I mean, my mom was always good about getting all kinds of different shrubberies and flowers and everything else. And just the, the bugs that it attracted were so cool. I remember catching, I actually had a thing and I think they still sell them. They're called bug bottles. And they're literally just these like kind of ovally shaped plastic containers with a green top and it's got holes already in the top. But it's cool because it comes with like a field guide, just a book about the different, and it's all meant to be for like backyard searching. So like you could find, you know, the bugs in your backyard, go to your little field guide and look up what it was. And it would tell you all kinds of things about it. So grasshoppers, and it would tell you too, like if it was safe to handle them or not, because, you know, because even, even something, the thing that surprised me was like butterflies was, it was recommended not to handle Mm -hmm. them just because when you're talking little kids, they're so delicate, yeah. you know, butterflies are, and you've just got to be careful with them. They're living things and you want to be careful with their wings. They've got the powder on their wings. Yes. They need that to be able to fly. So that was something to, to just kind of be on the lookout for, but it's what a cool thing to just kind of have your own little backyard safari and just look out for bugs. And find. I remember finding a grasshopper that was the size of my hand. It wow. was just enormous. Absolutely. Huge. Shit we, it, it, it did. <laughs> But it was, it was so cool. And then I, I mean, but I held it and it was awesome. And then we let it go after a couple of days and it was, but it was so neat just to have that kind of, that sort of search in your backyard. All so many different things. We had these amazing, awesome spiders, which of course I never went near, but they're really cool to look at. They're your own little exterminators. They take yeah. care of all the nasty things, but it's, it's cool to introduce bugs to your kids, you know, make sure that they know which ones are safe, which ones are not, and why they are important for the the earth. I'm getting more witchy here. I know that, but it's important <laughs> to kind of kind of just understand how we coexist with these things. So bugs, yes, fireflies, all of that. That just adds to summer magic. You know, I want to mention something related to that. My friend Elizabeth over at the Modern Domestic Woman yeah. has been doing something with the pollinator movement. And like studying about it. And there's um, some leading experts that tell you there's like these cups thing that you can get to put in your yard. Because a lot of these things, some of the plants that aren't growing as much anymore have like natural cups and they fill with water with the rain, which sometimes there's not a lot of rain in the summer. And that's how they get like hydration. So putting these cups in your yard, help the pollinators, certain plants you can help the pollinators. I can't because I have no sunshine in my backyard, but a lot of people with sun, you can plant certain things that help bugs and hummingbirds and bees. And so I will just put that on the share the love, um, a link to Elizabeth and she does stuff all the time, educating people about the pollinator. How cool. Yeah. That's, and that's so important. And then again, you add those to your yard. Maybe you get some different visitors that hadn't come to your yard before and you get to, you get to explore that. Yes. I mean, the five foot grasshopper can stay in your yard, but (laughs) invite him to my yard. That's fine. (laughs) I'll feed him. Okay. My last one is real easy time, just time. Summer is the time when we have more time, Yeah, more time with our kids, longer physical days and time just hopefully just like slow down, rest a little and enjoy it. So just remember that too. Like it's okay that your kids are bored. Yes. You don't have to do something every second. You should be able to kick back a little bit too. Yes. Um, so just using that power of time, they don't have to get up for school in the morning. That's why summer has that different feel is because we don't have like all of the time. That's absolutely true. 
And my last one is, is super easy too. And it could be something as easy as, you know, going down the street. It could be something as easy as, you know, finding a bigger park to go to. But my last one is just trees. Trees. <laughs> We're real witchy today, Lovely. aren't we? Um, Stars, water, fire, bugs, I, and trees. No, but that's exactly what I wanted yeah, it to be. I just, I, I went real witchy. I went supernatural, not supernatural, like you know, ghosts, but I went super all natural <laughs> in this one, but trees, we're really lucky. I live in an area where trees are, are really spectacular. We've got really old trees in our neighborhood. We back up to some really spectacular forest preserves, which is nice. And some biking trails. Um, the prairie path is within walking distance of our house. It's so nice to be able to go and explore. And of course, trees are, I mean, it's great to explore trees any time of year, but we've got such a short window, I think, to really explore everything when it's so green and it's so Mm -hmm. lush and it's so beautiful. And, you know, being able to even just go in sort of a more natural environment and explore these old trees, there's, there's something about it. And maybe this is just me being, I don't know, witchy and stuff, but there's something about being all near these old trees that there is just such a different energy about them. Just being able to go in and like touch something and you look at it and you're like, this tree is older than my grandparents. You know, I mean, think about everything that tree has been through, everything that tree has seen, just being able to walk through trees and being contemplative in that way. We also live right near, um, not far in in the Chicagoland area here. We also have the Morton Arboretum really close to us. So there is a cost factor to go to an Arboretum in most cases, or at least to this local one. They also have a whole bunch of programs that they have all year round. But I do like going to the Morton Arboretum every now and then to see some of these things. But there's also lots of local just forest preserves. Some parks are little arboretums. Like they have that certification, like Mount St. Mary by me has the little plaque with the name of the tree, the scientific yes. name. Elmhurst College is- I was just going to say, yeah, we are. I used to point it out on my tour. <laughs> yes, but it's um, so cool. Yeah. And uh, we have a bur oak in our backyard that is three to 400 years old. Yes. We know that because it had to be like certified by the local arborist and park program when the house was it's built. It's amazing. I mean- it's huge, yes. but yeah. And the things that live, that's the thing that gets me is it is its own ecosystem, the things that live in it. And sometimes the things at night. So for a couple yes. of times we've had raccoons come live in a knot hole for a day and they sleep all day and then they leave at mm-hmm. night till they realize like, this is not a great hotel because we have a ground. Right. And so they're like, Just oh, kidding. Sadie loses her mind yes. all day. Yes. But um, there are some things at night that we've seen bats are yes. ones. And then two, just sitting by the fire pit, my husband and his friend were out there one night and they were drinking. So no one believed them. Oh no. It was almost like a sugar glider, but we don't. And I think we actually looked at what it was like a flying sure. squirrel jumped over them and like whooshed. And they're like, did you see, did you see that? And they were telling the story and we were like, yeah, but you guys really <laughs> did it happen. And then I went out there and this was like two years later and I went out there to like get something off the deck and the same thing happened no. in the tree where I like something which I heard the scurry, 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 and then like a whoosh and I saw the movement and I was like, okay, something did run, run, jump. Wow. And uh, yes, there's all kinds of things Amazing. in that tree that you don't See, even, we've had owls no, in the tree yes. and you can hear them when they are close up, they sound like monkeys. I mean, it is so wow. deep. 
It is crazy. The the hooting. Yes. It's that amazing. is amazing. So trees, I mean, that's exactly, you know, just go out and find an opportunity. I, I know it sounds for a lot of kids, it's like, we're just going to go take a walk in trees. Yes. We're going to go take a walk in trees, but do it. And it's amazing how, how enjoyable it becomes for them too, just to kind of be quiet, take these walks, observe and appreciate how amazing it can be just to go walk through, walk through the trees. And hey, hang a tree swing. Right. Yes. So you can use trees for that. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't have good trees yet in my backyard. It's like the, the people that lived there before us never really invested in that. We've got mm-hmm. an awesome one in the front yard, but the backyard is so it's very sunny. They, they don't have, we don't have a lot of trees. We just planted a bunch last year. So I'm really, they're still very young. I'm really excited to see them grow yes. at, uh, along with the family. When we were young, we used to bring, you brought a pine tree home yes. from like a camp or something. Yeah. And we planted it. First, it was in a pot for a long time because they're very slow at the right. start. And then we planted it in the front yard. This was in Elgin. We used to jump over it. That's how we remember. Sure. How, and now when you drive by that house, the thing is so huge. And we remember we grew it. That's like amazing. it was so tiny. And that's fun. That is yeah. fun. That is a lot of fun. Love that. And that, what a good project for your kids. Go, go find a tiny little sapling and raise it yourself. Summer magic. Natural magic of summer. We did it. This is very cool. Thank you guys for listening. What kind of magic would you guys add to the list? Listeners, is there anything that you would, that you would add? Let us know. This was good. And I want to go do all these things right now. I know we're not even officially in summer yet, but I'm like, oh, it feels like summer. Dude, it might it does be feel summer. like summer. Yeah. Yeah. We went, I mean, we went from, you know, early spring to July overnight though here, which can yeah. happen. Well, it's going back in. Yeah. Welcome to the Midwest. Snow, rain, sleet, and a heat wave. All in a week or on a Thursday. <laughs> I mean, just depends. There's our magic. That's the vibe. It is a vibe. Add to the list, comment, oh, and follow us on Instagram at MDM the pod. We'd love to hear your ideas and to have you help us continue the conversation. And that's it. Join us next week for more multidimensional fun. MDM the store is up and running and we are so excited. So come check it out for your mom swag. Tanks, tees, long sleeve shirts, canvas bags, makeup pouches, mugs. We have all of it in three mystical designs. So visit www.mdmthestore.com and all purchases help support the podcast. So check us out.